Chapter 45 of Fruits of the Spirit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Fruits of the Spirit by Hamilton Wright Maybe. Going Home. There is no picture which touches the hearts of men more closely or tenderly than the figure of the tired man or woman going home at the end of the day. The fierce heat of the sun has passed. The intense high light of midday has softened into a restful glow. The strain of effort is over, and the passion of work has given place to the peace of deserted fields and streets. It was a normal instinct which sent the worker forth, eager and alert in the morning. It is the response to a deep craving which sends him home at nightfall. The reward of labor is the rest which it achieves, and the joy of rest is the sense that it has been earned. The alternation of day and night is a symbol of the order of life in which work and rest succeed one another in a beautiful and health-giving rhythm. The worker goes out of himself when he takes up his tools. He returns to himself when he lays them down at the end of the day. He pours out his vitality as the water pours out of a hidden spring. If he is a real worker and not a mere drudge, he gives himself in the toil of his hand and his brain and when night falls, his weariness is not merely fatigue of body, it is depletion of vitality. Before he can give himself again, he must find himself. And when one goes home, he finds himself. To a vast multitude of men, the thought of going home makes the heaviest burdens bearable. The most crushing responsibilities a spur to effort, the most complete surrender of ease and pleasure, not a sacrifice, but a price gladly paid for a happiness which is beyond price. The strain of the day is forgotten at the door, which opens into the peace of perfect understanding. The pressure of hours and tasks is relaxed by the sound of a voice which is musical with love and faith and peace. In such a homecoming, there is not only a supreme reward for the work of the day that is ended, there is also the renewal of strength and courage for the day that is to bring new strife and toil. The joy of going home is not in the ease and comfort that are waiting there. It is in the peace that flows from love, the stillness that follows the tumult of storm, the clear atmosphere in which the dust of the highway is laid and the worker sees again the ends for which he is striving. In the quietness of such a home, the toil of life is not only sweetened, but its spiritual meaning shines clear again after the confusion of details has vanished. Under the heat and burden of the day, the strongest man sometimes wonders if life means anything but prolonged strain of muscle and brain. In the stillness of home, its blurred ends, its ultimate achievements 
shine like the stars above the highway when the dust has been laid. The home is not primarily a place for work, but for life. Work lies below and beyond it, but the companionship which transforms a house into a home is a sharing of the rewards of work, freedom, repose, refreshment, vision. There are houses full of conveniences and luxuries in which no one is at home. The men and women who live in them are homeless. To such men and women, as to the men and women to whom marriage is a mere social contract and the family a mere social arrangement, there is no going home, no refuge for the spirit, no place of understanding and vision. There are no more pathetic figures in the world of today than these homeless men and women, restless, discontented, and unhappy, and utterly blind to the tragedy of a life in which there is no going home. End of Going Home